Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Professional People Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Diederich, and I'm very excited to have on this week Charles Saliard from Keller Williams and Novi. Charles and I are in the same networking group and have been for about over a year, and he is someone I look up to and view as a mentor, so I'm super excited to have him on and let him share his story with you all and give you some good advice in the real estate market. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy all right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Professional People Podcast. Very excited to have out a good friend of mine, Charles Saliard from Keller Williams and Novi. Charles, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Dan. Excited, man. I'm excited to have you on. And I know a lot about your background and your story, but why don't you catch everybody up to par and who's listening and kind of your background and how you got to Keller Williams today? Yeah, so residential real estate, um, been doing it about 10 years now. Uh, my background's in hospitality. Uh, right out of college, moved to Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, worked in hotel management for five and a half, six years. Uh, realized it wasn't what I wanted to do uh, for the rest of my life there. So, so we uh, was going to be two paths. I was either going to be a commercial pilot or a uh, a real estate agent. And uh, a friend of mine was a pilot at the time, talked me out of it. So, <laughs> so here I am, ten years later, residential real estate. Um, been at Keller Williams. We partnered my business there um, with those guys in Novi um, about a year and a half ago. Um, was with the Century 21 office for eight years and then a, a small office over in Troy as soon as I got my license for a, a very short period of time. So kind of kind of brings us uh, to where we are here today. Yeah, very yeah. nice. And uh, you have a little bit of team working for you as well, right? So it's you and you have a couple of staff working as well. Yeah, So so in this market, that we're in it's you know anybody that's that's either tried to buy or sell a house or, or, or knows anybody working in real estate understands it it's been kind of crazy um so for us to grow and to be able to grow in in um in the format that we want we want to be able to, to deliver an awesome service to our clients so we feel in order to do it right we've got to have people involved in, in helping me it's one person it's it's really kind of a, a tough task so um we've got a full-time buyer's agent on our team we've got um an assistant working in the back end, um, keeping keeping my buyer's agent and I organized, and um, and really trying to deliver that awesome client experience. So, in uh, as time goes, we're, we're looking to grow. You know, we've kind of got a five year plan of what we want to look like. So we're we're uh, we're in the process. That's awesome. And just so everyone is clear, you mentioned residential real estate, but uh, kind of what area and, and who, what kind of buyers are and sellers are you kind of working with? Sure. Um, so a lot of our business is referral based, so we don't really have any geographic parameters that we look at and say, you know, we service this area, we don't service this area. Um, we'll go just about anywhere in, in Southeast Michigan. Um, if it's kind of outside of our wheelhouse, we've got great referral partners that we can refer that business out to. Um, our main client that we want to assist is somebody that's, um, looking to buy or sell a home. Um, I think we do really well with people that have a home, want to sell that house and either buy up, downsize, but they're in that time of transition and they're looking to, to, to they need the assistance on how do we, how do we navigate this process of, of selling one home, buying another. Um, I think we do really well with that. Um, so that would be our, our ideal client is somebody who needs to do both. Um, I think we can really provide a, an awesome service for those people. So that that's kind of our, our wheelhouse. Um, anywhere in, in Metro Detroit, um, people that need to, to buy and sell, we, we, we're a pretty good fit with them. 
Yeah, it's awesome. We've had some uh, pretty good success last year in 2020, won some awards. How yeah. many How many families, I know you got the number, how many families did you help buy and sell their home last year? We did uh, 38, um, 38 families last year. Um, we did last year, 2020, as crazy of a year as it was, um, from a, from a, uh, a volume business was our, the best year that we've had. Um, we're looking at 2021 here is, is even progressing from there. Um, we're on track to um, exceed our numbers from last year. So it's, it's been kind of a crazy time. I mean, we've, we've had to navigate this whole pandemic like, like everyone else. And um, it's been crazy, but, but from our standpoint, it's been, been rewarding. Yeah, well, how can you, you kind of alluded to it earlier, when the pandemic hit, it kind of shook out the market and made it crazy. What have you seen like since last year? And then what do you think is changing in the perspective in the market coming into this year? So it, it's, we've got crazy, crazy low inventory levels. Um, it, going back about a year ago now, right? You know, it's this stuff really kind of hit in the, the middle of March um, last year. So we were, we were kind of in a, in a position of, of uncertainty. You know, like everybody else, we weren't really sure what was going to happen. We were shut down um, until May 8th was the first, was the day, kind of our opening day, so to speak, where we could go back out and show show homes in person. Um, so there was about a month and a half period of time where we weren't really sure what was going to happen. And, and, you know, a lot of our clients that we were working with, you know, had put listing their homes on hold um, and wanted to see how things played out. And, and we, I think with the help of, of, historically low interest rates. It kept buyers interested in the market. And uh, when we were able to go back in May, homes were selling. And I think we saw more and more people um, feeling comfortable to list their homes. And, and these things are, are going pretty quick. So it's it's a really fast paced um, market. We've got to respond really quickly. Um, I think technology is, is far more important now than, than ever before um, in, in leveraging that technology, whether it be you know, photos and drones and virtual tours and, and, and doing whatever we need to do to to get as many eyeballs on it as we can. So it's it's just reacting quickly and, and using the technology that, that's at our, our fingertips. For, that's interesting. And from not only just being able to use those like videos from the drones and pictures from the drones as like ways to show people you're working with directly but how has that on a broader scale helped you from you know posting content out on social media and stuff like that have you seen positive results from doing that kind of stuff yeah well? it's, yeah it's it's really all about eyeballs right so you know being able to utilize that that those photos and those videos that we have um that's something that we do um we'll take all of our listings that we have and we We'll, we'll boost them, we'll, we'll put them on, on Facebook and other various um, social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, things like that. Um, we absorb that cost, it's not an additional cost to our, to our clients. And then we can track that and see how many eyeballs are, are, are seeing those. And, and on average, we're getting between 10 and 20,000 people are seeing those, um, seeing those properties on social media platforms. So it's, it's a great way for us to get exposure. Um, great way for our clients' homes to get exposure. So, so definitely utilizing the, the social media and those videos any way we can, for sure. Other than other than that, the social media and video aspect, what other things are you providing as an agent that puts yourself or and your clients ahead of the pack with this crazy market and so many people looking to, to, to buy houses mm -hmm. in the low inventory? 
I think it's it's experience that we're bringing to the table. Um, in in the way that we've set our business up, our goal is to deliver um, a really cool experience. You know, buying or selling a home in this market can be crazy and it can be stressful. Um, our goal is to to make that fun, right? Like it, it should be exciting if you're buying your first home or or you you want to to downsize out of a home that you, you raised your family in and you want to find something that that's a little more conducive to your lifestyle now that should be a fun experience so what we're trying to do is is make sure that we're we're obviously bringing our professionalism to the table um, in our experience that we have but we we pride ourselves on communicating pride ourselves on on, on delivering a really, really cool experience for our for our clients. That's our, our goal of what we're trying to do. So using all that technology and everything that we have and the experience that we have, our buyer's agent on our team, she's got 20 plus years of experience. Um, so I think we've got a lot of good experience that we, that we bring to the table and, and can really represent our clients well. I 100% agree. And I think, you know, from working with you from the insurance end with your clients, what I've heard from them, a lot of them are mutual friends of ours, sure. but also just from regular people I don't know is what they've told me is that your communication is is A plus. So I think that goes a long way, especially with so many people trying to buy houses right now. And uh, I know I've heard nothing but good yeah. things from from your clients. That's, that's good. No, it's good. It's good to hear. Um, and it's key. I, it, I mean, we just ask people, like, what do you want? What are your goals? What do you want to achieve from this? And, and how can we best serve you? You know, I think a lot of times just asking asking the client the question, um, and then and then following through, following up on it, and, and you see it probably in your industry. I don't think our industry is any different. There's 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 good agents, there's bad agents, there's there's people that communicate well and people that don't, and and we like to we like to be the ones that do communicate well. I think that's that's probably ninety percent of of the process. Yeah, I think you know, along with communication, a, a piece of that is education too, sure. right? So I think, you know, we've talked about it. If, if for people who don't know, we met in a BNI group, a networking yeah. group, and we've been friends for over a year. And so we work a lot mutually with our clients. And I think that we both do a good job. And, and I've known from watching your presentations, and like I said, working with your clients, is they're educated of what's going on, not only throughout the process, but you know what they're buying from and you have referral sources too to put them you need insurance for your closing mm -hmm. i can plug you with dan i can plug you with troy for your mortgage how has how has that been beneficial for you and helping your clients and having those referral partners through bni sure and I, I keep going back to it you know i've said it a couple of times it's about that experience right in and we have this unique position as, as being the real estate agent we're kind of the air traffic controller so to speak in in that transaction and people are coming to us and they don't know what title insurance is or what their involvement is or or you know everybody knows they have to have homeowners insurance but when do you do it and how do you do it and who's the best qualified to, to provide that um so they look to us you know and say well, home inspectors homeowners insurance um you know, contractors, moving companies, they look to, to us to do that. And for me to have a good network of people that I feel comfortable relying, um, you know, and referring out to my to my clients is, is key. Um, it provides value to me. It, it makes that experience a better experience for that client. Um, and then it also, I mean, it, it gives that 
client a reason to continue to reach out past closing. You know, it's a big thing for us is when we close, we're like, this isn't the end. You know, this is just the start of a relationship where, where we're here to assist you any way we can. And a lot of times it's, it's the client reaching out to us saying, Hey, who do you know for, for flooring? Who's your painter? Who's, who's this, who's that. And, and for me to have that network of people and, and B and I being a big part of that network, um, it provides a great value for me to, to pass along to my clients. It's, it's key. Yeah, I've seen the same kind of value. And on top of that, just a, a shameless BNI plug is that the friendships that you make yeah. in BNI is that you're referring out people that you believe in and trust, like you're talking about. So if anyone's looking for a networking yeah. group to join, let me or Charles know. For sure. <laughs> yeah, and there's accountability with that too, right, Dan? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's you can't drop the ball. You know, I mean, things happen and mistakes happen, and, and sometimes it's there's not much we can do about it. But there's an accountability factor, and I think. Uh, you know, when you're a part of a networking organization like that, I mean, that's a that's a big part of it. You know, is that accountability? So it's, I love it for sure. Absolutely, me too. And I love hanging out with you. And that's the be- biggest benefit yeah. of being. Yeah, to hang out and uh, you know have a lunch and, and maybe a maybe a pop every now and again. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, how about for going back to more of the educational piece for people looking to buy or sell their home? What let's start with the people looking to sell their home. Sure. What's some pieces of advice that you would give to people thinking about it coming up for this spring and summer season? Yeah, well, so we hear, you know, everybody hears, okay, well, the real estate market's going crazy, right? Like it, people start to think, well, you know, what does it matter the agent I have? Do I even need to have a real estate agent? Can I do it by owner? Um, and going back, I, I alluded to it just a minute ago, the idea of being an air traffic controller. Um, right now in this market, it, you anybody probably can, get you know attraction towards your house it's a matter of getting that home to the closing table and getting it there at a highest at, at the highest net you know for for the seller um so my advice is is professional in um get their feedback get their advice um, make sure you feel comfortable with them um and find out what the best path is to getting the, the greatest net you know in a in a time frame that's acceptable to that seller. So, you know, get a professional in there, go through the numbers, really get an idea of what your home, how it fits in this market, and put a plan together, you know, is, is my advice for sure. And I know that just from working with you and hearing some of your presentations, that sometimes that plan is you coming out there and just taking a look at the house and say, you don't really need to do a huge project to mm-hmm. add some value here. You just got to tidy up, put some paint, and make it look sharp. Right. You know, so it's, it, again, it's about the highest net, you know, and it doesn't always make sense to do a $20,000 project to, to net out 25,000, right? What's your net on that? Five, mm-hmm. right? But if we can find little projects where maybe you spend $500, maybe you spend $1,000, but it's going to net you five, then maybe that one makes a little bit more sense and they're a little easier to do. Um, some of these things you can do yourself, you know, fresh coats of paint go a, a really long way. Um, my secret will we'll pass out here on the, on the podcast is just a, a really thorough deep clean. Um, if you do nothing, do a deep clean, um, toothbrush to the grout kind of deep clean. And, and it just sets your house apart from, from that home, you know, down the street that, that didn't take that extra step. And maybe they redid the kitchen and they did a backsplash and it's got some bells and whistles, but it's not necessarily clean and showroom ready. Um, whereas if you do the deep clean, you're going to come out ahead. So, so that would be one thing I would definitely recommend, but yeah, we look for those little, little projects that you can do to, 
to to increase the net without having to spend a bunch of money. Yeah, I think that's great advice and something might be a misconception that some people might have is that they have to do these huge projects. Sure. Well, in the, in the market may not like your project, right? It may be something that you like, you know, and you can spend $50,000 and redo your kitchen and, and, and the buyer may come in there and think it's ugly, you know, which is is not what we want. You know, we want to appeal to the masses. Um, so I think it's, you're better off taking that $50,000 and spending that on, on the next house. Um, you know, and let's find a way to, to make yours look pretty for without, sure. make without you spending, en- make you enjoy the, spending the cash money, for sure. Right? Yeah, for sure. How about on the flip side of that? What, what kind of advice would you give to buyers right now who are, who are facing that low inventory? Absolutely. Struggle? Uh, you have to align with a professional in this industry. And, and I think we all know there's. You know, everybody's got a cousin's buddy, right? Who's in real estate. Um, everybody, you know, everybody has a parent that has a realtor, you know, that they know. And sometimes those people are great realtors. Um, there's a lot of really good ones out there. Um, but it is it is more important now more than ever to to make sure that you are aligned with a professional that can react quickly, you know, in, in this market, and then structure an offer um, that's going to position you to 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 be the winning offer in a multiple offer situation. You know, we're seeing a lot of homes right now that the asking price is just kind of the starting point and everything goes up from there. Um, you know, so understanding how to structure an offer to, to get you to the to the winning bid and to the closing table. It's, it, you gotta be with a professional for sure. Yeah, that's crazy how much I've been hearing that people are paying <clears throat> above asking price. What do you what do you think about that? Can you kind of allude more on yeah. in your thoughts? Well, it's just weird. We're in this weird market that there's it's actually beneficial, I think, to both buyers and sellers, right? You know, I mean, obviously, the higher the price goes, it's it beneficial to a seller. That that's that's great. That you know, seller mm-hmm. makes more money. Right. Um, but it's not totally one sided because of these these interest rates where they're at and they fluctuate here you know they're they're up and they're down but historically they're they're low you know if here up until the last couple of weeks we were under three percent we're seeing that they're they're right around three percent now which historically is an awesome interest rate mm-hmm. so that means to a buyer is is that's buying power you know if it compared to having a, a 30-year fixed interest rate over four and a half percent which historically isn't a bad number um if you can get in at three percent that that's allowing you to to be able to go twenty thirty thousand dollars higher than you would if you had a higher interest rate in your your monthly payment that's fixed is lower you know or or the equivalent even if you're spending twenty or thirty thousand dollars um so it's a it really can be a win-win for both the buyer and the seller um, especially if you're a person like, like our kind of our wheelhouse is working with people that have that existing home that need to sell it and then they're going to buy another one, you know, they can kind of win on both sides of the deal, right? They're winning as a seller and then they're able to move into another house with a really low interest rate, keeping their payment down, even if they have to pay ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 over asking price. Yeah, that makes sense. I had a question. if with all of this like the bidding wars kind of going on here we've talked a lot about all the benefits that a good real estate agent can bring to you at the table in this market can you give some forewarnings of what could go wrong if you don't align yourself with the right professional in these kinds of situations well i mean at, at the very least you can waste a lot of time right you can waste a lot of time you can get frustrated with this whole process and we see it all the time i've had a conversation with 
um, with a couple over the weekend who had been working with with a couple of different real estate agents for about a year and they were feeling frustrated that they weren't you know receiving the communication they would see houses and, and weren't able to get into them they, these homes would be going under contract before they even had an opportunity to get into it um you know so frustration levels rise when when you're working with somebody who's not in a position to communicate you know and sometimes obviously it's not the agent's fault it's hard you know it's hard out there right now um if you're you know a smaller a smaller operation like we are or you're a, a one a one person operation and you're working with 10 or 15 different clients in this market right now it's hard to, to give that attention to that individual client um you know so that's i think it's important when when a consumer is getting ready to to, to get into the the real estate market now um ask those questions up front make sure that 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 agent is going to be able to be able to communicate and communicate at a level that's going to meet the satisfaction of, of that client so um it's all about setting expectations and in communicating you know i think is is what separates the the agents that are are really successful in this market and some of them that are, are struggling and i know that you do we talked about it that you yeah. do a good job of communicating and, and educating and doing all those things so if anyone wants to buy or sell their home, what's the best way to reach out to you to get in touch? Um, well, we've got, um, we're on uh, Facebook. We've got our website out there. So uh, you can find me on Facebook, Charles Selliard. Our, our website is charlesselliard.com. Um, of course, we've got phone, email, all of that stuff. I'm sure we can we can get that out there, so. Yeah, you could always reach out to me. I got his yeah. contact info yeah. too. Yeah. Now, Charles, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and getting these tips and advice out to everyone. I just want to take a second on the podcast to say how much I appreciate you and how much have you been a mentor of me over the last year. And and I'm just so happy that we could get you on and make this happen. Awesome. And, uh, you know, one way that we always end the podcast is one tip you have for professional people out there keep grinding and, and and we've hit it a number of times uh, here in the last few minutes is communicate right set expectations and communicate i think that's great advice and i think that's been a great podcast thanks so much for coming on and thanks everyone for listening awesome thanks for having me thanks for listening and remember keep it professional people